When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Strange Phenomena, the music of Kate Bush. I am Cecily, and this week we're talking about another B-side from the Central World era, and one that, like last week's song and the song before that, was used in a TV movie. We are talking about a beautiful one-minute instrumental called One Last Look Around the House Before We Go. everybody to this week's episode. As always, I'm Cecily. So this week we're talking about an instrumental track. And like the last, like the song I talked about last week, it was used for a TV movie. In this case, it was GLC, The Carnage Continues, which was also talked about two episodes ago in the Ken episode when I got to talk with Alex calling all the way across the Atlantic to talk about that that TV movie and Ken and who Ken is and all that movie and everything. So this week's song is a beautiful instrumental. I'm going to be real honest. Like of the pieces that were used in that film, this is the one that I have probably the most personal connection to. This is the one that I have heard and heard and heard and heard because it was, well, well, we'll get into that. We'll get into how I found it. So this was released on a certain formats of the Love and Anger single CD, the CD single or the 12 inch. And Love and Anger was the third single from the Central World. Also, the song was re-released on the box set for this one's work, where remember for that box set, it was all of Kate Bush's albums through the central world and included a included two CDs that had various B-sides and remixes. And the song was on there. Also, it was featured on the Kate Bush remastered box set that came out a couple of years ago. So lots of little places where this song has been found and where people can find it and all that. I first heard this song on the 
rarities it's rarities discs for the box set for this woman's work. At the time, I was slowly getting into Kate's music. I had gotten the albums, but I hadn't heard any of the other remixes or B-sides because there was a time where YouTube did not exist. <laughs> so that was the only other way that I was able to hear these hear some of the, the lesser known tracks, some of them, some of which I've already gotten to in the show. So when I first heard this song, like, I just immediately felt like that this one hit me in the feels like this one, like you could just tell like, there's just like this sadness and longing in it. I mean, even the title one last look around the house before we go makes me think of someone maybe they're about to leave They're they're move. Maybe somebody's moving out of their apartment or, or well, I should say house, moving out of their house and they're just looking around to make sure, okay, did we miss anything? Did we get everything? And it just, there's this, there's this longing in this. And also I love anything where I'm hearing Kate Bush playing piano <laughs> because that's like where it all started. You know, it just started with Kate Bush, this, this lovely little girl, this lovely little girl, like playing at the piano and learning to sing and using her voice. And I like anything where I'm able to really, really hear her piano because the previous week's song was all about that production and like bombastic over the top 80s-ness of it all. And this is like stripped back to basics, go like the piano. And it sounds like there's an, some oboe in there, but I couldn't find anything on the track credits as to who was playing it. I don't know. It was a mysterious person. Well, of course, that was Kate at the piano. So you get to, you just get to hear Kate Bush's piano skills. And in the song, too, it is only a minute and four seconds long, at least on the version I had. Some, some say one minute five, some say one minute six. Either way, it's short. And the first time I heard it, too, I thought, well, shit, is that it? <laughs> I'm like, I want to hear more. I wanted to hear more of her her playing the piano there because it, it sounded like it was the beginning of something really pretty. But it leaves you, and it really leaves you wanting more. And so it's like, oh. So, yeah, I mean, this is a very short little instrumental. It starts with her piano. It sounds like C major. Sounds like there might be some strings there. And then it sounds like an oboe or something doing like a counter melody. And then it's over before you realize it. But what what Kate is able to do in that one minute, it's like she just she 
I, I, it's amazing what this woman can do with just a minute of playing piano. And it's just like, no, I want to hear more. And then, but then also like, I'm kind of left with like, oh, it's just, it's got a lot of emotion in it. And, you know, and I always kind of go back to where, where she, it was in the Never Forever era when she said that music is pure emotion and that's how this feels. And so also, uh, as I mentioned, this was used in a piece of media. This was used in a the TV movie GLC, The Carnage Continues. And was used partway through the place toward the middle half of the film. I can't recall the exact scene, but it is playing while a couple of people are talking. I remember, and it's you can you can hear it. You can hear it just like just under that as they're speaking, and it is emotional and everything. And like the previous week's song, well, let's look around the house book before we go. Really fits the scene for that for what she wrote it for, and. Also, it's worth noting that of the two instrumentals, this is the one that I am drawn to the most because, as I said, I like being able to hear Kate's piano and just just hearing hearing a little what she can do with a lot less, if that makes any sense. I mean, I know that listening to her demo tracks like Stranded at the Moon Base or Frightened Eyes and some of those other songs that some of which did get turned into fully fleshed songs and some of which didn't, that she is able to evoke whole worlds and emotions with just her piano. And this one also doesn't even have any of her voice. Like it's just instrumental. It's just piano and sounds like a little bit of like a oboe or maybe even English horn, could an English horn in there. Um, there's a, just a lot of song. It's how much she can say. She, she's able to say so much with just this short little instrumental and it's over before you know it. And you're just, it does, it, it makes me, and it's certainly for someone like me, like I, I moved last year. I moved in uh, mid 2020. Yes. I moved in the middle of a pandemic even then. And, um, if this kind of evokes that feeling for me, like when, when I really was like looking around the house one more time before leaving, making sure that everything was, making sure I had everything all packed up, that I wasn't leaving anything behind. I know there's just something, there's just something that really, really hits me about this one. And sometimes if I'm in the right mood, this one will, will make me tear a little bit because it just evokes that like longing and a little bit of sadness for me. And especially in this part here. Also, something I mentioned last week with the confrontation, I like that it was what I find where I really like in this era, you know, they're, they're for somebody who has a reputation of, you know, keeping to herself a lot. She certainly has collaborated with quite a few people. And when I start doing the uh, collaborations in, um, uh, 
in a couple of episodes, you'll see that like she worked, she worked with Go West. She worked with Midjure from Ultravox. She worked with Roy Harper, like, and, and in this, she wrote this completely for a TV movie. And this is like a little glimpse into Kate Bush as like a film composer. And I'm surprised that she hasn't done this more often because she's able to evoke so much emotion with just this one minute instrumental, <laughs> you know? And also I have to wonder too, like also also worth noting, I haven't found any quotes about this. No quotes about this. And anything I have found about One Last Look Around the House before we go was just to explain that where it was released, that it was released on those two box sets I mentioned, as well as the Love and Anger 12-inch and CD single. Um, has it been released anywhere else? And yet with this, she wrote that it's, it's a glimpse into her being a film composer. And I'm surprised she hasn't done it more often because she is able to do so much with just like this little bit of music. And also... Most importantly, Kate Bush loves movies. So I'm surprised that she hasn't done more. I mean, I know later on I'll get to talk about Lyra because I know that was going to be used. Uh, that was going to be called Out of the Storm for the dinosaur movie that came out uh and they came out in the I think late 90s, early 2000s, like that. Well, I mean, I'm gonna get to it when I get to it. Uh, but I'm just surprised that Kate Bush hasn't done more movie music. So this is, I feel, a neat little glimpse into something that she hasn't done a whole lot of. And I, who knows? I mean, she hasn't released any really new original material since 2011 at, at the time of this recording in October of 2021. She hasn't released anything in 10 years um, I mean, there was Before the Dawn. And of course, I wish the DVD were coming out, but that's, just, you know, just, but I have to wonder if maybe, maybe she'll eventually go into writing more for movies or something. I mean, that's something that she hasn't done a whole lot of, but I think that she's very skilled at that. Like she's got the production chops and she's certainly got the emotion to be able to write music that will go with visuals. I mean, that's a lot of what she already did has already done, certainly with her own music and music videos. So I kind of wonder if maybe, maybe she'll eventually go in that way a little bit. Who knows? But at any rate, I feel like these last couple of B-sides were certainly a neat glimpse into something that she hasn't done a whole lot of. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Strange Phenomena and the Music of Kate Bush. So if you would like to be on a future episode or if you have some other thoughts about this week's song, here are the different ways that you can get in contact with me and be a part of the show. I am on Facebook, facebook.com slash Kate Bush Podcast. Also, I have a hotline, 1-757-349-6369. That's 1-757-349-6369. That's my hotline, so you can call that at any time and leave a brief message um, talking about your favorite Kate song or this week's song or whichever song you'd like, and your clip could be played on a future episode. I'm also on Twitter at StrangeKateCast and on Patreon, patreon.com slash KateBushPodcast. So lots of different ways to get in contact with me. Oh, of course, also the email, KateBushPodcast at gmail.com. That's another way you can get in contact with me. Whew. And so if also, if you've made it this far and you're enjoying the show, 
please leave a review on iTunes. So leave a five-star review. That helps people find the show. It does things with algorithms that I don't completely understand. But it helps people find the show. And I'm all about helping people find the show. Yay! So that does it for this week's episode. So next week, we're going to be talking about a cover song. We're going to get to talk about a cover song. And for this, I get to have an old friend on the show, Diego Ortega, to talk about it. And next week, we're going to be talking about Kate Bush's take on Rocket Man, which was released as a single between the Central World and the Red Shoes era. So I'm really excited to talk about that. So we'll see everybody next week for that and all that. See everybody then. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.